let's uh let's get into the show you guys let's um first thing i wanted to talk about you guys we got obviously nba all-star weekend coming up uh just right off the bat just wondering what you guys are looking forward to this weekend um, I'm excited to see uh, the Booker finally make an appearance. I, I don't know why uh, they've not incorporated him into the uh, All-Star game each year. I know it's, it's based off uh, some of the fan judgment as well, but Booker, man, he's definitely deserving, and I'm glad to see him out there. Although it's coming um, on an unfortunate injury to Damian Lillard, but still, yeah, we've seen, we've seen enough of Dame. We need to see some more. Uh, <laughs> he said we had enough of Dame time. I right? <laughs> he says time to read a book. Hey man, you have to lay some tracks down. Nah, nah, but I definitely feel that. I was like, like you said, like the double-edged sword. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you upset because D Lil's not going to be in the All-Star game, but you know you got a little bit of. You get that little bit of satisfaction that we finally get to see D Book in one of them things. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've been, I've been looking forward to seeing D Book in one of these ever since he dropped that 70 point game against Boston. I've been like, all right, this boy is about it. <laughs> this man is all about his buckets. <laughs> so I've been waiting for him to get his chance to show everybody at All Star Weekend. But they've been, you know, they 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 want to admit my my partner got it. They want to admit our, our boy is good. Yeah, I, I definitely put. I think he put the league on notice, and, and I think. I, I think him being on the Suns is a big part of it, but at the same time, if, if this is going to be an accolade that you know people count up, count and throw up there, oh Kobe, eighteen-time All-Star. I mean, it's kind of not his fault, you know. At the end of the day, once we start counting those stats, if that's going to be some serious, you know. I think there needs to be maybe a different regulation of getting it. You know, I don't, I mean, I, I agree that that is, I feel like people put too much of a basis on whether or not your team is winning in, in the, uh, you know what I mean? Like in the regular season, I think that it could obviously be seen whether or not a player is, you know, of all-star caliber, whether or not his team is at a level that makes them, you know, competitive. He is still the team, you know, like Devin Booker is one of the players that makes it Phoenix relevant. Like there's no real other reason for people to watch the Phoenix Suns right now. Same thing with Bradley Beal of Washington. Like these are players who are the reason you tune you tuning in nightly, but they still can't get the uh they still can't get the old nod from everybody else to get them into the All-Star game. But you know, like 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 you said, I think the the, the league's going to be on notice and depending on I mean, you know, obviously I don't think he's going to do it, but if Deepa comes out here and has a game, I think they're going to have to take more of a look into players who necessarily aren't on the, you know what I mean, like we said, the competitive teams. You have to have to look at getting those players into the All-Star game a little easier because you know once you get past the, the fan voting, there's, there's no reason for Devin Booker not to be in this All-Star game. Let's just get there. Let's just start there. Absolutely, like, Absolutely not. Like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me, like, especially with – I mean, no offense, I love CP3. I think he's doing a great job out there at OKC, but I don't think he's balling like this man Devin Booker is right now. You know what I mean? But it, that's for another day. We ain't going to talk about that. But uh, what about you, Shep? You you got any anything you looking forward to this weekend? Three-point contest, dunk contest, something? I'm looking forward to tuning into the Premier League in the morning. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't even, he couldn't even get Give one thing. He's like, nah, man, I ain't even going to be watching. I'm not even paying attention to that. Uh, uh, unless the NBA instates the home run derby, I'm probably not going to be watching. 
<laughs> I don't know. I think the I think the NBA All Star Weekend is by far the most inter- entertaining of all the All Star events that happens out of any major sporting event. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I get that the Home Run Derby is probably the most entertaining event, but as a full weekend, you know what I mean? You got the three point contest, the dunk contest, you got the skills oh, challenge. You got the sophomore versus freshman game. You got the all-star game. I think that it's the we just as a weekend they they do a great job of putting it together. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the I NHL, agree. It's kind of the same case as NHL all-star game. They have the skills competitions and all that. I mean, that's the best part. Nobody really wants to watch the fucking game. True. You know? nah, yeah. No. That's, like, that's I mean, I, I'll tune into a three-point contest and a dunk contest for sure, but it's like the game. You're not gonna catch me watching that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel the, I feel the same way about the MLB All Star Game. I mean, it, which is funny because the MLB All Star Game actually has like connotations on what happens in the playoffs. You know, depending on whether or not a team gets home field advantage or not, which I think is dope. You know, I think that's something that they could implement in the NBA, but that's that's neither here nor there. But um, you know, I feel like the Home Run Derby is is the main event in that, and so I feel like kind of the same way with the, the NBA. But me personally. I'm looking forward to the All-Star game. <laughs> I mean, the uh, the Celebrity All-Star game because uh, those people are fools. <laughs> you, you always get Kevin Hart doing something stupid. Like, I think that's one of the best events this weekend. Plus, you got Chance the Rapper in common as the, uh, you got those as the Celebrity All-Star game captains. So I'm like, I'm just looking forward to a whole bunch of culture just being thrown out there at us during this, uh, this All-Star game, All-Star weekend. You know what I mean? It should be good. I think the NBA, like you said, more to your point, I think the NBA has done the best and they do the best job of, um, you know, keeping up with times and, you know, kind of keeping the fans engaged and interesting. That's a lot of things that, you know, like you said, you don't see in other sports like celebrity game, rising star challenges, just stuff like that. So I think, like you said, they do make, they do a great job of making a, a full weekend and, full slate of it yeah yeah they, they yeah exactly they, they do it they do it real big and you know what i mean so i think I'm, I'm really looking forward to it i'm kind of interested to see how the game itself goes only because they have the uh the tribute going for kobe and gianna bryant and the other uh, the other seven victims in the uh, helicopter crash in calabasas but they're going to be having i believe they're going to be having one full team wearing number two for gianna and one full team wearing 24 for kobe I'm yeah. Not hey, yeah, that's that's gonna be kind of surreal. Um, yeah, no, that's 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 definitely dope. But it's gonna be interesting to see how they call it out. <laughs> yeah, facts. That's a fact. But um, but anyway, but enough about that. We gonna go go ahead and move on into the next thing because I want to get Shep up in here. So Shep, I wondered if you've been following the uh following your team Army's uh, college recruiting at all. No, because it really doesn't matter for Army. That's true. That is it a does. good point. <laughs> <laughs> they go run that triple option regardless. <laughs> it's it's going to be the same archetype of player. It's going to be mid-tier intelligent players. Like that's that's three star guy that has an A plus in every fucking class. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's exactly what's gonna happen. 
So, I mean, I'm not too hyped about anything. Uh, the guy, better, whoever it is, better be able to run. I'm more interested to see what Carson's got to say because I know he knows some gem high school cornerback that nobody's ever heard of somewhere in bumfuck Missouri. Um, <laughs> I really don't have a, um, you know, just a random standout player this year. One thing that I, I kind of am, I, I'm excited for is to kind of see where uh, Zach Evans lands. I don't know if you guys heard, heard of Zach Evans, but Zach Evans is, they're pretty much saying he's like the, the new um, hybrid Adrian Peterson, um, Leonard Fournette type running back, the next big thing that's coming out. And uh, um, what's, what's, uh, what's strange about this particular case, he signed a letter of intent to go to Georgia and then okay. ended up backing out of the level of intent. Okay. And so, so when National was signing day rolled around, I think it was about two weeks ago, they wouldn't let him sign another uh, letter of intent because he had already signed one and they weren't going to let him sign another one. I get, I'm not sure what the protocol is. Um, but now this guy has kind of really done this and typically you would think the player has screwed themselves in, the, in a situation like this but this guy, guy actually made it you know a lot more lucrative for himself now with the balance of college football being in question where there's talks of Nick Saban maybe retiring and um, LSU yeah. winning the national championship and losing almost everybody to help them win um, oh you know who's going to be the new uh, top dog and so this guy has the opportunity to sit back and see, you know, who's doing what um, after um, spring games and whatnot. So he really has to pick up the litter. And it's going to be interesting to see where he goes, because wherever he goes, he's definitely going to be a game changer. Okay, no, definitely, definitely. That's actually. Where do you think he's going to go, Carson? I mean, so, right, yeah, where do you think he's going to go? So the, the three schools that he's, he's leaning towards is Ole Miss, Texas A&M, uh, where he's from in Houston. Oh, this is in College Park, but he's from Houston, so it's Texas kind of in the back backyard. And um, surprisingly, Tennessee is uh, his last um, last school of interest. What's so, not good enough for Georgia? Because Georgia, I believe, is better than all those schools. Uh, to be completely honest with you, I'm not sure why he would back out of the attendant Georgia. The only thing that I could see him, you know, kind of backing out where now they're talking about players going to get paid, where he may, you know, may not want to go to the, you know, heavy run style of Georgia where they split carries. They usually have about two or three good backs. You see them feature them all. He might want to go somewhere where, you know, he's the main guy. And yeah. he can, you know, create that name for himself and create, generate that buzz and build his brand. Um, now that uh, you know, people, players are actually going to be getting paid. So this is going to be interesting upcoming. Yeah, no, I, I definitely uh, agree with that, and I think that that's that's probably why he backed out. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, I think he definitely wants to be somebody who gets the bulk of the carries. I think he just was part of the. The sweep of you know the Georgia, I think probably had the best, uh, the best early signings out of any other program, and I don't think that's even debatable. I think they had like five. I think they had like four top five prospects. I think they had like thirteen. Uh, I mean, um, what is it? They had four or five star prospects. I think they had like thirteen four star prospects. It's something crazy like that. You know, they they upgraded their D line. They upgraded their running back. They upgraded their quarterback position. They upgraded like they had they they had a great recruiting class. Uh, right. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, so, but like you said, because they had so many great recruits coming back in, it's just going to take away from this guy's shine. So, you know what I mean? So he's probably, I think he probably goes to, if I had to guess, he's probably going to go to Tennessee with that, um, that QB recruit. Um, yeah, so you've been watching my man Harrison Bailey. Look at you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, so do you think if he does go to Tennessee, do you think that closes a little bit more of the gap for Tennessee, or do you think that they're just stacking some really pretty recruits <laughs> that's not really going to bring them anywhere? You know what I All mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because like you said, we got the big name quarterback and on on certain um, uh, recruiting sites like the rivals, they giving him his fifth star. So they're looking at this guy Harrison Bailey to be, you know, um, you know, maybe the next Peyton Manning. Um, he's probably the biggest quarterback recruit since then. Um, a lot of people don't know Ramel Keaton is his favorite target from high school is already enrolled at Tennessee, and this would be a sophomore year. So, like you said, I think. I think with a pickup like this, that does definitely close the gap of, you know, Tennessee just being a, a medial team where, you know, the expectations are always high and then they always get let down. So I think a recruit like this, like you said, definitely does um, make an impact for, you know, disciples to come. Definitely, no, definitely. I, I'm actually, like, kind of on the fence about that because I feel like you're right. This, if, As you say, if this is one of those better uh, QB prospects and he turns out to be the best prospect since a Peyton Manning to come through Tennessee then they that obviously lifts them up as a program but like I said with Georgia making so many good pickups at one already being one of the teams that was higher in the rankings respected and then making so many good pickups then you still have to get over teams like Alabama you know what I mean if you do make it to the to the playoffs I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't see if Tennessee. I don't think it's gonna close that much of a gap for Tennessee. You know what I, I mean? Be, I don't think so either. Uh, I mean, it's, it's yet to be determined. We'll see. Um, like I said, a lot of people kind of counted us out this year, um, and then we still ended up winning eight games where we dropped two easy games that everybody picked us to win, and we actually should have won. So in essence, we should have been at a ten-win season this year. Um, so I, I'm just curious to see what it's going to look like. Uh, I feel like we have one of the best offensive lines in the country. Um, you know, we, we had two five-star linemen come in last year's freshman. Uh, we have Kay Mays transferring over from Georgia, who's a former five-star recruit. Um, and we have a transfer in Brandon Kennedy. And then actually Kay Mays' little brother, Cooper Mays, is, is going to be on the line this year as well. So and, and not to mention um, the potential first-rounder top 10 pick Trey Smith at offensive line um, a lot of people rave about him and they, they say his his IQ level at the position is, is probably one of the best they've seen in a long time so not not the not the two my horn or you know, trying to put my team up there or anything saying oh we're going to be this or that it's just a lot of pieces are lining up um, you know on paper Facts. Uh, I mean yeah yes. you, make, you make some strong points but like I said, I'm gonna have to see it to believe it. <laughs> but um, so I do have one more question for you before um before we let you go, Carson, and get back to your your busy schedule. Um, so with this uh this prospect Zach Evans withholding his uh 
with withholding his actual intent, even though he signed his letter of intent, withholding his actual intent to, to where he's going. And with the uh, the XFL starting up this past week, I'm just wondering, not Zach Evans himself, because obviously he's a top recruit, and top recruits are more than likely going to go to the NFL to get themselves seriously looked at. But do you think it's possible that we see more players who are, more high school players who are going to lesser level colleges, you know, the D2s, stuff like that, trying to withhold their intent and possibly seeing if they could get into a league like the XFL in the future. What, you make $50,000 a year getting their brains beat in? No way. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the way I see it is not all, obviously not all of these players are going to be able to get into the NFL. So some of these guys, if they, they can get into the the XFL, start getting paid now, you know what I mean? Get development from obviously NFL level coaches, you know what I mean? You you do have former NFL level coaches there. A lot of these players are meant to sign one year contracts so that they can Well here's the thing the NFL so the next this season. won't work until the XFL is a farm system for the NFL. Right. Well you right. have what you have now is in the XFL currently is former one to two season wonders in the XFL. The, the, the highest NFL game player in the XFL right now, I believe, is 54 games, career games. So there's not, you're not talking about a ton of NFL experience. We are talking about these guys that were playing in like 2014, 2015, trying to still hold on. You know what I'm saying? And then to have a 20 or have an 18-year-old come out of high school and then play against a 34-year-old guy, I don't think it's safe for anyone. I don't think anybody's making enough money to have that happen. Um, I think Chef made some really good points. And to your point, Mo, I, I understand the question that you're asking. And I, I, Chef kind of really took it right out of my mouth, pretty much. If... I, only way I see that happening is if, you know, they do develop the XFL a little bit more, they get a little bit more exposure, they start paying a little bit more. Um, then I can see, you know, maybe a, a top recruit player like uh, Zach Evans, maybe not him specifically, but a player of his caliber. Um, you know, taking a gamble, um, you know, going, I, I, I would see him going, if, you know, if it was more lucrative and he saw, you know, a faster way to, you know, generate a name for himself. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, the only reason I asked that question is because I was, you know, looking through the uh, the player requirements for players for the XFL. And they do not have a requirement where a player has to be a certain years removed from high school, like the NFL does, which is, you know, right. which is supposed to help the NCAA. I'm sure we're gonna end up seeing it. We're gonna end up seeing it. You know what I mean? Well, the the other but, reason I I wondered is because, as you guys know. Uh, player in order to be in the NFL has to be three years removed from high school and XFL contracts usually are one years but they can go up to about three years in order for a player to get um his full payout so it's just I, I thought that was a weird strategy that I thought would lead to like you said in the future lead to players getting into the XFL straight from high school but you're probably right it'll probably take them some time they, they probably won't be able to do that anytime soon just to send it off, one thing I want to talk about the XFL, I've seen this floating around in the air, and it's I'm not going to say it'll ever happen, but it's an amazing concept. And it's the fact that uh, 
the champion of the XFL league should play the worst team of the NFL. And whoever, and if the XFL team wins, they get to the NFL. And if the NFL team loses, they have to go to the XFL. That would never happen. Never but that'd be that'd be sick, though. That would be pretty cool. That that would uh, create a, a different level of competition. You know what? I could actually see that only because I feel like there's a team in the XFL that's probably better than the Dolphins. I feel like that's really that's a real thing that's really happening right New York, now. Gar- New York Guardians are pretty good. The New York Guardians were surprisingly good. I was really expecting us to be just as bad as all the other New York teams. You know what I mean? Expecting, expecting the Guardians to be just as bad as the Jets, the Giants, and the Buffalo Bills. I'm pretty Bills. sure the Guardians Instagram I followed today, it says best football team in New York. In their bio, <laughs> and they have that play. They're the only yeah, team probably. in New York to go this undefeated in a while. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny too? That they're they're like second post today. I saw it was a meme against the DC defenders. So I guess they're taking a uh, picking a rival. Yeah, yeah, I actually saw that too. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be interesting to see how the Guardians try and uh, manage the media landscape of New York. But I can like, I can guarantee in the next five years if this lasts that long, Guardians will probably have like the highest paid players in the league. It'll be like one of the you know teams that everybody wants to go to because if you're gonna, if you're not going to play in the NFL, you might as well play in New York. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's actually I mean yeah, that's a really good point. Like like you said, if the if the Guardians do take that platform of being like a uh, like, like you said with the meme, they, they, they make themselves a viral team and they make it known that you can come to the Guardians and get noticed just because you may go viral. That that, yeah. that that in itself will help, yeah, help them gauge more free agents and stuff like that. And like and then to my point, the the point that I was making before, it might make it easier for players to be like, Oh, you know what, instead of going to college I could do a year at in the XFL or go to a, a lower school and then be like, all right, I could do one year in the XFL as opposed to doing three years in the XFL. I, okay, just and one last bit. I'm sorry, I keep thinking of shit as you're talking. Fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I you know, think that's why we have these conversations. But, go ahead. <laughs> but one thing that I, I do see happening in the near future is a thing. It's like maybe the resurgence of a player like a Chad Ochocinco just wants to get a year in professional. You know what I'm saying? Or like a Terrell Suggs coming off or going to retire and then he, you know, he's feeding the play. He comes in and gets a year in the XFL. Kind of like the MLS is the MLS is to world soccer, the XFL can be to the NFL. Now that actually I think is a great point of view. Yeah. I think, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say, Carson. I, I wasn't trying to cut you off, but I think that that's definitely a route that the XFL is gonna try and go in the future. Uh, dude, like how sweet would it? Uh, Ojo Senko comes back for one season. Terrell Owens comes back for one season. Hey, all this fun. You know what else would be really cool though? If the XFL kind of turned into the league of 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 busts, like. Like not like not the Ryan Leafs of the world. They're bad, but like they did, they couldn't make it in the NFL. But these are players like you would want to see Reggie Bush come out of um, you know college and, and just set the league on fire, so, yeah. something like that. Or Josh I think Gordon. It'd be kind of like, yeah, professionally, it'd be kind of like um, you know, it'd be cool to see the bus live out the glory days. They couldn't make it in the NFL, but they're in the XFL tearing it up. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know who yeah, I was? Yeah, because before you had to go to the CFL, and I don't think they've even figured out the field goal post yet. So it's 
<laughs> like, but you know who I actually really want to see in the XFL? And I guess we could end this segment by saying, like, because I guess you, you, Chep, would say if you had to pick one person that you could see in the XFL, it would be Ocho Cinco? Yeah, either Ocho Cinco, Romo, or Terrell Owens. All right. My one person that I would like to see in the XFL, and I don't know why, I was just like, this seems like it would be his league. Tim Tebow. I would love to I'm see boy. Tim Tebow go to the XFL. <laughs> Yo, that'd be sick. <laughs> Yo, I had a feeling you was going to say it, because honestly, I would love to see Tim Tebow really make a resurgence and, and come back out and live those Florida days again. Yo, for real, I feel like Tim Tebow was probably one of the best mediocre quarterbacks who never really got his chance to shine because he was expected to be great. Or right, here's something super sick, and I'm sorry I'm going here, but... Everybody knows Aaron Judge was primed to go to Notre Dame to play tight end. What if at the end of his Yankees career, he says, fuck it, let me get a year XFL in. <laughs> uh, actually, word, bump all that. Nate Robb. Let's get Nate Robinson in the XFL. <laughs> Just cross sports. That'd be ridiculous. Cross sports. <laughs> yeah. It's just where all of the greatest athletes go to end their careers. Like, yeah, so... I know yeah, that I've been it. playing on the Seattle Mariners for 20 seasons, but I'm taking my talents to the XFL. <laughs> yeah. We go playing Seattle for the fucking Dragons or whatever their fucking name. <laughs> it's crazy, but like if you look at like players like Josh McCown, Josh McCown's 40, and you seen clips of him, I think it was a year ago, dunking. And really? then a pickup game. Yeah. I mean, I know Josh McCown is definitely still in shape because he still manages to find himself in the talking, whatever a team has a has any type of quarterback trouble or they you know they haven't they end up having a young quarterback that needs to learn josh mccown is somehow always in the conversation <laughs> man, if you, if you check out this man's highlight this man's a baller yeah all right yeah so so we got it that's that's the that's the the move that all week we hashtagged josh mccown to the xfl <laughs> that's what we try to do Hashtag Aaron Judge in the next, in 20 years from now, please be in the next NFL. Or don't don't speak that into existence too soon, though, Shrap. So, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Well, ruin us, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah, right? <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, but, you know, that's, 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 uh, that's pretty much all we had, though. That we, we ain't got too much to, we want to drown y'all out for too long this week, you know, just a quick, quick episode of Get Live with the crew. We want to thank all of y'all for joining us. We're going to go ahead and get our hashtags out there. I guess, Carson, you can go ahead and go first as the, uh, the returning expert. <laughs> sometime this week. Yeah, so sometime today. <laughs> it doesn't have to be tomorrow, but... All right, this is your boy Al Allen. Just like, look, I'm just like, dude, I got this. <laughs> Don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I tried to do Carson first because I know for a fact you don't have any of these motherfuckers. You don't have a single motherfucking thing to say, and yeah. I didn't want to go first. I was gonna go last. <laughs> all right, anyway, follow Carson to power in my skin. All right. Yeah, all right. yeah, right. Power in my skin. Zero <laughs> underscore GL. On uh, one of them goddamn things. <laughs> you can follow his Xbox gamer tag. It's Pharaoh, but the second A is a V. I don't know how that's supposed to be Pharaoh, but. <laughs> hey man, don't worry about all that. Man, don't worry about it. Yeah, 
All right, so you had to come back just to correct it. Anyway, you know what it is. It's the N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-S-M-O-E-D-S-M-O. We coming to you live and in effect, get live with the crew. Thanks for joining us this week. Join us again next week when we have our host, Stat, uh, Stat back. He's gonna be- <laughs> yeah, I'll host it. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> We're going to have our host, Stat, back. You know, he's going to be rejoining me and Shep, and everything will be back to your regularly scheduled program. We hope that you enjoyed this here episode of Get Live with the Crew. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Go watch our uh, our video on Twitch from last week. I mean, not from Twitch, damn. We didn't do last week on Twitch. Last week is on YouTube if you're looking for it. Our last week's uh, video podcast. So, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, check us out. Don't forget to hit them donations. And uh, peace.